Life Beyond Limits podcast. I'm your host, Emma Gibson. Each week I'll be sharing a combination of interviews with incredibly inspiring people from around the world who have achieved greatness, overcome adversity and never given up, as well as solo episodes from me sharing my own journey as a leading transformation coach, helping you to release resistance around money, success and self-worth and to see the limitless potential within yourself to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. My aim for this podcast is to share incredible insights into how to create a champion mindset and live the life that you were born to live with confidence, ease and belief. So are you ready to transform your life from the inside out? Let's go. Hello Isabella. Oh my gosh, I'm so, so excited about this week's episode because without sounding like a stalker, (laughs) but I know we were just talking about this a while. Um, just before I hit play, is that I've been following you for a while and we've had communications on and off for, um, well, I was trying to think actually when I first came across you and it's got to have been at least a couple of years ago because with lockdown and everything that went on, we've got to take away two years uh, normally with that. But um, I've been following you for a while and over that time, I've witnessed how much your life and your business has evolved, how... um, you've scaled your your business to amazing amazing heights um and it's led you to where you are today which is living your best life you've just said that you're right on the brink of yet more expansion um with your branding which is really really exciting obviously you you're a multiple six-figure business owner helping women around the world to elevate their their wealth which is incredible something that's uh, really important for me and married to the love of your life, which happened last year, which was really, really lovely. Um, But one of the things that I've always loved about you is your zest for life, your energy, um, your confidence, the way that you just bring fun into everything, but that you have a real clarity and clear mission of what it is that you want to do and what it is that you want to help other people to do. And so I'd love to just dive into what got you to this point because we all know behind the scenes there's a lot of work that goes on and then with good old social media we get to see the end result of it Um, and so I really want to deep dive into the life of Isabella um, and to find out what life was like leading up to where you are today growing up were you always this confident was this what you always wanted to do just kind of understand a bit more about how you manage to navigate through any doubts or fears that might crop up every time you're scaling so just my full book basically just your full, just book, a full yeah. book okay perfect yeah. we'll just go through the different <laughs> chapters we'll flick all the way through and hopefully we'll land on a few places uh, that stick out to, uh, <laughs> not out asking to- much really <laughs> Not at all, not at all. So uh, first of all, thank you so much. And I really appreciate you reflecting um, to me what you see and also what you've been able to see um, on my journey. I really do not take that lightly. Um, As you have shared, uh, you have witnessed my evolution and you'll continue to witness an evolution if you um, continue to follow me and resonate with my, um, my message. But I think where would be a really good place to start is to take a look back on not just why I am the way I am, Mm. but really why the 
purpose is so clear to me uh, and why I'm so confident in it um, and how I chose to really pursue it all the way. Um, so for those of you that are brand new to me, I'm Isabella, I am a money mentor. And what that really means is I support my clients in elevating their wealth. And my mission is to elevate the wealth of women worldwide. And how we do that is we support them in their money mindset, Mm -hmm. their money making, their money management, and then also their money multiplying as well. So we understand that um, the currency of money and the energy of money that goes through a business is one thing, but then it's how do we hold it? How do we actually manage it in order for it to actually continue to expand um, through us? Our business is just a vessel for the money to actually flow. uh, And therefore, we want to make sure that there's different containers in order to to catch it and continue to allow it to flow where it's supposed to um, go. Now, I am literally obsessed with what I do, and I'm also really proud of what I do, because the 13-year-old me would be looking at me right now being like, oh my days, you did it, you go girl, you go girl, because I did. So when I was growing up, I came from a really, really privileged place. Um, I was with, you know, a family that put me in private schools. I'd go to Disney VIP passes. We would fly like business and first class there. Um, I lived in this like beautiful five bed home. Anything I kind of want, I actually got. So from this very young age, I was used to seeing like all of these luxuries of life yeah even though I was seeing these luxuries of life there was things that were definitely missing Mm -hmm. right so I started to see what they were of course when I grew um older and when I got to the age of 13 my dad was sentenced to 10 years in maximum security prison And overnight, we went from having literally everything to having nothing. And that made me associate that without a man in the house, neither was money. And I believe that a lot of women subconsciously still believe that today. Mm -hmm. So my 13-year-old self committed to that wasn't going to be the case for me. And once I'd learned how to do that for myself, I was then going to show other women how to do this too. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we were to skip a few chapters on the journey, which of course we can flick back through, I believe that's what landed me into where I am today. Of course, there was many different things that occurred and happened along the way, but that's why I'm so passionate about what I do because I understand that that's the assignment that's been placed on my life. And I'm very aware of the experiences that I've had and the expertise that I've then gained through my journey. And it has really brought me to this place where I can really stand in what I believe in uh, and also stand for the change that I desire to actually see too. And I believe that my clients and myself are just an incredible example uh, of what can really take place when you make that decision. Yeah, I mean, with, without a doubt. And, you know, there's so many from so many things from what you've just said that I want to build on. Um, but I want to re- rewind uh, back to a couple of points that you just made at the start, because 
you when you were speaking about your mission you were very much talking about us being a vessel and using our business to to um guide us to to our mission and i think there's so many um preconceived ideas about money and lack of understanding and knowledge about the true meaning of money and the fact that money is energy and so on and so forth and so i want to deep dive into that a little bit later on but you know our upbringings are so fundamental to who we are and how we show up in the world um and you know the first seven years of any child's life is we're like sponges we absorb everything and so to have that amazing relationship with money um and to not necessarily want for anything created good solid foundations that you have been able to build on moving forward I'd love to just dive into, if you don't mind, speaking about the impact of how you went from having everything to nothing pretty much overnight. Mm. Um, the impact that that then, you touched on the fact that obviously no man in the house equaled no money, but what did that mean to you um, having lost your father figure, you know, your first love is essentially as a man, um, and also, to how did that impact your confidence to see that you could have everything and it can be taken away from you just like that and how at such a young age could could you find the confidence and the belief um to believe that you could pull it back because there are a lot of people that have lost um whether it's money or people or so on and so forth and they can get caught into that trap of just feeling so helpless Mm -hmm. um and victim in a lot of ways um and not in a bad way but that whole poor me side of things coming through like oh my god how can I get through this when it's gone from up here to down here I'd love for you just to give us a bit of an insight into some of the things that you kind of felt and and used to help you to get into that point where you're like right this isn't this is not me and I'm going to help other people. Once I've proved it to myself, I'll help others. Yeah, that's such great questions. So the first thing that stood out to me in terms of the impact that it had on me was my relationship with money mm -hmm. became this thing of, I need to make sure that I am overly protected with it and hold onto it and maybe even hide it so no one could come and actually take it away from mm -hmm. me. So even though I was kind of aware of that, I didn't see it play out so much until I started my business. And when I started my business, I started to see that I wouldn't want to share certain things with other people because I was worried that it was going to be taken away from me. So the first part of this was I really worked on healing that, releasing that and allowing it to also reveal what it needed to reveal to me, um, which was such a beautiful journey. And I'm like moving into this next evolution of who I really be. And it's so funny because, you know, I look back at that stage of Isabella's life and I love her and I care for her for sure. And I'm just not as connected to mm -hmm. her. And I think that's when you really know that you've actually ascended 
out of the healing because you've then created or you've maneuvered the energy into um, a different way. So I definitely went through this healing journey um, of my money story. And I'm pretty sure that I definitely have things that still come up um, today too. But that was the main thing that I knew that needed to happen. The second thing that you touched on was, you know, how did that affect you that the father figure um, had been taken out of my life? And it affected me way more than I realized it affected me. Mm -hmm. So I took on the whole provider and protector role of myself and then also my family too. So I then became that father figure. Right. And that then came with a lot of control. So when I say that I took this on, I did the things that I don't see that a 13 year old or I pray to God that my 13 year old will never have to um, experience anything like this. And they absolutely won't um, because I went into my school, which was private at the time. And I asked, you know, we no longer are going to have the 9,000 a year to pay for this, but if you allow me to stay in this school, I promise to be your best student. I walked around the playgrounds and asked people, does anyone's family own property? Does anyone know um, that they got an uncle, an aunt or whatever that would allow me and my mom to live in their property? We were then able to do that. Then I was, you know, got going to, um, going to university, to jobs, supporting, um, supporting you know, my family in different, different ways, because there was a different dynamic of what was going on. And I took on a lot of responsibility. So then when I moved into my business in that first year, because it scaled so much and it scaled from, you know, from zero to literally a quarter of a million within the, that first year, um, a lot of change happened with that. And through that time, I then had felt responsible for kind of um, providing and protecting for everyone when I hadn't even actually gotten to that stage for myself. Yeah. And it got to the point of I just was attempting to control like literally everything because that was my survival mechanism. And it got to a point that I'd gotten myself to be successful in business, have the most incredible relationship with my now husband, um, you know, have an incredible um, life, be able to travel, have really good relationship and connections and still something was missing. Mm. And no matter what I chased, nothing was going to fulfill what was going on inside of me. And that was peace. Yeah. And someone asked me on an earlier interview today, what's success for you? And success to me is literally peace. Mm. And I believe that peace comes from God. Mm. And there was a stage 18 months into my business that I realized that because I had to control everything, I didn't want to give up the control to anything else. And because I'd had, I'd lost this, protector in this provider role as my dad um, they say that your they say the relationship with your father can also have an effect on the relationship that you have with God because 
God is also a provider, a protector too. So I found that really difficult to kind of let go um, of at the time, but it's the best thing that I possibly ever could have done because now I know that I'm not the one in control. I'm not the one responsible. I'm not the one, you know, provided or protected. Like that's God. God's doing all of that amazingness. And that just gives me so much relief to know. How did you manage to do that? Because, I mean, again, you've said so many wonderful things here, which I've made note of, but I really want to touch on this just as you've just said it, because whether people um, believe in God or universal source or whatever, it, we really do co-create. And I'm, I'm a control freak myself. Um, I literally, it's the biggest thing I try and control everything not other people but myself mm -hmm. um, and so I'm curious just to understand what were you scared of or worried would happen if you stopped controlling the situ um, and also how did you navigate through the resistance or the challenges of handing that responsibility for you over to to God mm -hmm. to that then left you not really doing what you've been doing for the last however many years so we could you know good just to understand that part too yeah so the first part of your question was the how did you shift or what was the what did the, the first part of it really wants to grasp onto because you said um oh, I'm trying to think now myself said Oh, about um you said, you said how was that process like for you mm -hmm. and that process for me was terrifying mm. oh yeah what would you feel that you would happen if you'd let go of that control yeah, yeah. that was terrifying to me because I had to put my life in something or someone else's hands and I'd done that you know in the past me being uh you know a 13 year old little girl that is supposed to feel super safe in someone else's hands, but I clearly didn't. Yeah. Right. I also went through um, an armed robbery at the age of 12. And wow. I felt like my, you know, my, my whole life was put in danger. So actually to think that someone else could take care of me, like I could take care of me, wasn't believable for yeah. me. Right. Yeah. Like I'd rather of kept the control I'd rather um you know know that my security and my safety was in the money and was in the health and within all of this but it's not like your safety and security is in God you gotta have God in order to literally live mm. God can progress without you but you can't progress without God mm. because if your body was no longer alive tomorrow oxygen would still be there but yeah. if oxygen wasn't there you wouldn't be able to be alive water yeah. can still be there without you but you can't actually live without water right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's just such an amazing awareness to actually see that like you do get to be dependent on god and you don't need to, you don't need to control everything. You do not need to be your own safety. You do not need to be your own security. Actually, if you do, you're going to get wrapped up in the, the control and the chase. Um, yeah. And I know for sure um, that that does not feel good. And no matter how much of that that you do, no matter how much more 
money you make from it, uh, it'll never feel good. And the goal is always to feel good for me. Yeah. So were there any techniques that you like leaned into to help you to navigate through that? Um, mm -hmm. Because I see so many people clinging on to their past because even though they might not necessarily like it and they're not happy with it, it's all they know. And the unknown is scary. And so many of us, regardless of what we've gone through, want to feel safe in some capacity. Um, and even though we're not happy, we're pretty safe because we've built our wall around us. We know what to expect. We're in our autopilot. We're living, essentially. And so nothing really is going to push our, our triggers or our buttons. Um, but was there any particular techniques or strategies that you use that really helped you to navigate through that? Well, the first one from what you just said is to choose to change. Yeah. Like if I'm going to choose my comfort over my happiness, then that's saying something. Mm. And I believe anyone that's listening right now, if you're not fully lit up and alive by your current situation, that is a cue to go. That is a cue to move on. That is a cue to expand. That is a cue to move into your next level of evolution. And you may be thinking that that's so far away right now. And you may be feeling like, you know, super even disconnected to that too. But do you take a stand for the highest level version of you? Mm. And if you do, incredible move on into it. And if you don't, you've also got to come to the acceptance of that's what you also chose. You're choosing that too. Mm. And that's just the reality of it. So I always choose every single day to be the best me that I can possibly be. And when I have my down days or when I'm moving through something, I always sit with it and I allow myself to be the best me in that moment. Because mm. I'm like, what's coming up for me here? What is being revealed to me here? What do I actually need to know? So I'm not saying that every single day is ponies and roses and I'm dancing on the tables, which, you know, 90% of the time I probably am. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I allow myself to move through the emotions. Yeah. And I allow myself to cry when I need to. I allow myself to be angry when I need to. Um, and that's just a part of being human. And we've got that human side um, to us. Then the second thing is to start tapping into the supernatural. So understanding that we are human and also understanding that we've got access to the supernatural. And in order to access the supernatural, you've got to quiet your human. So when you allow yourself to go into meditation, it's not just about sitting there just to be quiet and to be in silence. It's about being in relationship with God. It's about being in relationship with the supernatural. It's about allowing that supernatural to literally like flow on in you. And then you have the inklings and the nudges of what to go and do. And if you continue to follow that, you allow the supernaturalness to move through you. Mm. And when you do that, you'll gain the momentum to move you to where you know that you're supposed to be, where you desire to be. And the reason why you desire to be there is because that's been assigned to you. Is just allowing yourself to create the containers or understand the vessel that um, that's going to pour out of you. And then I can say that, you know, I've had mentors, I've had coaches, I've gone to therapy. I've literally, you know, got a coach in every single area of my life because I know for sure that I'm not self-made, no. you know? 
I don't resonate with this statement of self-made because I had a village around me and I still do have a village around me. You know, I wouldn't be able to be who I am and run the business that I do without my team. I wouldn't be able to be um, who I am and run my business without the incredible clients that I have got. You know, I want to be able to be me and run my life without, um, you know, my assistant, my house manager. I want to be able to be me without the incredible king of a husband that I've got that pours into me. Mm. So you've got to allow yourself to actually gain that support, because if you think you can do it on your own, you absolutely probably can't. Mm. It's just going to be a way rockier ride than it needs to be. Mm, mm, definitely. You mentioned the word reveal a couple of times now. Um, and this is something that I, I do a lot with my clients. And it's something that I personally love myself, because all too often, we ignore our fears, or we just uh, accept our fears or, um, or our stories, um, and adapt our life around it. And what they're actually doing is revealing the parts of us that we need to work on. And so I very much see them as the stepping stones to our success. Mm -hmm. So they're shining a light on the reason why you aren't where you want to be, why you're not earning the money that you want to earn, why you're not in a loving relationship, why you aren't, you know, on that next level journey. Um, And yet too many people ignore that and go into what they've always done and carry on um, doing rather than looking at the revealing part. And so, which also then leads on to the connection and the aligned action part that you were then talking about is that obviously when you reveal what you is holding you back, you then know what you need to work on, which to me is really, really exciting because we don't know what we don't know. And if we don't know what's holding us back, we make assumptions and we'll always look for external like reasons as to why rather than internal reasons why. And we never make the changes that we need to make until we stop and and look within. And like we're saying, you know, in meditation, you get given guidance um, and nudges and pulls that allow you to move and make decisions and make choices that naturally take you down the right path. Mm -hmm. But again, I think unless people know that that's what they are, people just ignore them or don't allow themselves to listen or resist it because it goes against logical sense like it goes against everything that they've been taught in school or their upbringing and so on and so forth um and you're you're almost having to unlearn everything that you've carried around with you and not many people want to well want to do that but not many people are prepared to put the work in to do that what advice do you have for people who have the resistance um, for that, who perhaps have that niggle and know, like you knew age 13. Mm. Um, and I, having like witnessed you and followed you for a while, I've seen that your business has pivoted a number of times to get to where you are. Um, and I firmly believe that when we set our intention like you did when you were 13, a rocket shoots up in the air and it will bring down every challenge and every obstacle and every lesson that, that we need to learn to get to where we are. And so by you running your business one way led you to your next lesson to then pivot and have the confidence to do the next thing and then the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's all aligned action. That's all flow. That's all trust and co-creation. 
but not everyone knows that. And there is so much resistance I've seen over the clients that I'm talking to and you tell them what they need to do to create these shifts. And it's like, but you're, they don't, they don't want to hear what you have to say. They want like some magical missing piece to come in and everything be wonderful. So mm -hmm. how, what advice would you give to people to navigate through that resistance part? Mm. I think that if someone doesn't want to hear something in itself, they've got to understand what the resistance is with that as well. Because mm. if they're resisting hearing what is actually going to help them, do they want to be helped? And is what they say actually what they mean? Mm. They say they want to be successful. They say they want to do something differently. But do you really? Because your actions aren't aligning up with your words. And I say that there is three things that... I practice in order to move past my own resistance. So these are, you know, notes that you can definitely um, jot down. Anytime you're feeling these resistance come up, you can, you can go back to um, these three things. So the first one is really your breath. Okay. So your breath is just a continuum. It is always there, but you wouldn't believe how important your breath actually is because your breath is always with you and your breath is always in communication with your cells mm. so in turn your breath starts to communicate with you which then flows into your reality so if you are breathing like you know fast and you're like you know feeling like anxious like that straight away is actually communicating something to your body so the way that you've been breathing has simply programmed your cells to believe something too so what we really want to do is your cells must actually reclaim your desires rather than disassociate with them so how do we do that well we breathe into our desires more and more we allow ourselves to sit in meditation and actually allow ourselves to breathe, give ourselves space just to breathe and to really focus on in with what we want our breath to communicate with our body because, you know, all of these cells are just communicating at all times. So number one is you got to just take a second to breathe. And if you understand the science behind it, that may help you even more. Then the second thing is your belief. So if your thought set is telling you to do different from the actual steps that you're taking, then there's going to become a time where you stop. So if you're taking certain steps to an actual goal, but your beliefs aren't matching up so you can get to that goal, then you're going to stop and you're gonna feel stuck and you're gonna feel like you've hit a wall and that's totally fine. It just means that you weren't actually yet calibrated to the goal that you set for yourself. So sometimes my clients will be like, okay, I'm so excited. Like I wanna do a 250K launch. Now would be incredible. And where are you calibrating that at the moment? Mm. And then we'll go through, okay, are you calibrating at 100K? No, that feels a little bit boring for me. Okay, what about 125? Mm, what about 150? Yeah, that feels really, really good. 
right? And it feels, you know, it feels um, like an embodied goal. So that was just an example with random numbers, by the way, you can just put whatever numbers that you wanted um, with that. But anything, you know, between the 150 and the 250, there is then a certain belief that needs to happen that is required in order for you to continue to move in that direction. Otherwise, you know, your thoughts just allow you to shut right off. So you've got to ask yourself sometimes, like, if you feel like you're always up against a wall, and you feel like you're, you're setting a goal, and the goal's just not there, like, ask yourself, like, what am I actually calibrated to at the moment? Can that be a midpoint goal that would like light me up that I would be so excited about actually achieving still? And then once I do that, that's when I can start understanding um, the next level beliefs that are required in order for me to move into the goal um, that someone has for their life. Then the third part of this is your behaviors. So is the person you know you actually want to be become or who you say you are the person that leads you or is the person that leads you like that other version of you? And we all have we all have those, you know, different things going on, but you've got to be in dominance and not default because the default will tell you to just quit. Yeah. Don't it's not worth it. But then your dominance of what you desire to actually believe and what you desire to do and who you desire to be, if you continue to program that, that will then actually become your dominance and mm. um, your actual natural default. So it becomes much more natural to you, right? So if you were to overcome the resistance, um, you would actually take these perceived risks that are required for you to like dance in your desires. And if you're not, if you don't feel like you're being or doing the things that is required in order for you to get to your next level, just ask yourself, is this actually something that I'm aligned with actually wanting for myself? Yeah. Like, do I desire this? Or is this being put on me? Because if there's, if there's resistance, yes, it could be your belief, it can be your behaviors, but it could also be like, is this actually something for me? Or am I just way out of alignment with what I believe is for me, which, you know, can also be the case too. Yeah, that's so true. And I think you know, there's so much power in asking ourselves questions. And I think there is no better conversation than the ones that you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. And the more questions and the more use to asking ourselves questions, the easier it will be to navigate through these things. And I love what you're saying, because really just all of those steps really focuses on the being part, not always the doing part. And this is the biggest disconnect that I see so many people making is that they're so, because we're taught, you know, growing up, aren't we? We're taught to do and like to work hard for your money. And, and like you said, you know, you had to heal your money story and we've all got money beliefs that we've carried with us for years. But the reality is until we understand the stories um, that are, our old identity is holding us back and until we learn to embody the next level version of ourself, mm -hmm. there will be that disconnect in getting there. And so it will feel like you're hitting a wall, but the reality is it's just the universe saying, you've not learned the lesson yet. You've got to embody who you are. And I think people just expect to set a goal and get there and then upgrade their way of thinking once they're there and figuring it out. But the reality is that's when we sabotage. And so it's so important to embody the future version of who you are. Mm -hmm. to get to that level 
What are your tips for doing that? So for me, I, I do a lot of future you journaling. I do a lot of meditation. Um, but I'd love to know how you embody that next version and how you bring that embodiment into your day-to-day -day habits. Mm, I'm moving through this at the moment in terms of, you know, what does that next level evolution of me look like? And mm. how would she stand and how would she speak? And what does she desire to do? And who is she? What does she dress like? You know, um, all these different things that I'm acquiring at the moment for my next level. And it's like, you've got to have fun with that right? Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be a thing. Okay. Sit there. Who is, who is my next level? Who is this? Reveal it to me. It's more of the fact of like, oh my days, like I'm stepping into something brand new and I just want this to reveal itself to me. How would you want to actually be? How do you want to operate um, your life? So this is very similar to you. Um, I'll sit in meditation and what I will do is I will actually call forth that higher level version of me and I will close my eyes and I'll have a direct conversation with her in front of me and I'll ask her what do you want to do right now mm. you know what would you want to say mm. how fast would you go mm. what would you want to wear and how do you want to play what's pleasurable for you what's purposeful for you and just continuing to like be in relationship with that person before um you know it's time to actually step into that we got to get to know what that really um is which i'm super excited for my next evolution i've definitely mm -hmm. been here before of you know what that has um what that has been so definitely just like speaking directly to um your higher self but the biggest thing is you've got to give yourself space in this time Mm. like you've got to give yourself space to be and allow yourself to clear your schedule and understand that that's just as useful for you and your business than it would be to have a booked out schedule with um clients on because it allows you space for things to drop in things to download and it allows you to actually choose what you desire to be and who you desire to and what you desire to and who you desire to be that day without actually something else sharing with you what yeah. this day is, is to actually be like allowing yourself to move into, um, yeah, move into your days in a new way, I guess. Well, it's slowing down to speed up, isn't it? It's like so often we surround ourselves with chaos and busyness. And yet the biggest results that I've heard, like heard from people I've interviewed or myself or my clients is the moment that you take that space you create that space, you slow down, you think differently, you receive things differently, you react differently, you, you see the whole world differently, that all of a sudden you collapse time. Mm -hmm. People are so scared to stop because they perhaps feel they've not proved themselves yet or they've mm -hmm. got to work hard, um, you know, and they're designed to, if I don't work hard, I'll be seen as lazy or my goals will suddenly disappear and, and it'll be my fault because I stopped. Um, but there's so much power in just being, just being. Um, and again, so many, I, I see so much resistance around that aspect um, of slowing down. But the moment they do, the magic starts. As, a, as someone who said that you were always, well, from the age of 13, very much a protector a doer, um, controlling stuff. 
how how often does that little controlling Isabella pop up to interrupt your beingness and your up leveling? And how do you silence her? I don't think that I silence her. I ask her what's coming up for her in this situation right now. Yeah. And it's not that that's vanished. It's that I'm conscious of it and I can catch it very quickly. So yeah. it's quickening in the actual process that it doesn't get to me or I don't allow myself to operate from that because that equally doesn't feel like me either mm. but I can sense when she's showing up and I can sense um when something has triggered something within sat within me and how I've gone into that default uh, mode just naturally and I recognize myself there and um, very easily as well because I know that that's genuinely not me so just sitting with like what's coming up for you here you know and yeah allowing myself to actually work through that with again no judgment and not allowing it to mean absolutely anything uh, I believe is one of the most powerful things that I personally do um for that because you know I'm no one is 100% healed and there's always going to be these next level things that um occur and get brought to our attention as we are actually elevate too. So sometimes I even get a little bit excited about when that happens because I'm like, oh my days, I could be trapping myself from something that's so big over here. So let me just, you know, let, let me just maneuver uh, and see what's actually occurring so I can then, you know, move on from it uh, and move into what is supposed to be for me. I love that reframe. And actually, before you said that, I was thinking about the fact that again, it is exciting because it's showing that you're stepping into something new. And like you say, no one is ever healed. No one is, you know, 100% fixed. No one's 100% healed. No one is fully ever over self-doubt because we all, regardless of what level we're at, we're going to experience new things and therefore um, we're going to be challenged. But what I love is what you said is that you catch it so much quicker. And this is what this season's all about is identifying ways in which one to show that just because you're doubting yourself doesn't mean that it's not working um, equally that you're not the only one that's doubting yourself, but the more awareness that you can bring to the table of you by asking questions and, and listening for, for the stories or the signs, the quicker you can catch it and the quicker you can move on. Yeah. And it's using when these triggers come through as that stepping stone again, it's like, oh, okay, so this is perhaps what's slowing me down at the moment. And so if my controlling part's coming in, it's because I'm triggered. What am I being triggered about? What do I need to work on? Right, I'll work on that and then I can move forward. Exactly. It's having that compassionate conversation rather than, like, say, judgmental. We don't want to judge. It's mm -hmm. like that's a part of success yep. is going through all of these processes. So true. That's it right there. Yeah. So what have been the biggest lessons for you that have allowed you to, to scale your business and to trust in yourself in the way that you do and to, well, to, to, to just have this, I see, unshakable belief. I know there will be elements, of course, where there will be moments of whoo-ness, but you have that control. So what's been the biggest lesson that, has, that you carry with you regardless of what level you're at and what area in life that you're working towards? Mm -hmm. I just trust that no matter what is happening, like it is genuinely happening for me. So if things aren't happening as fast as I desire them to, 
I have peace in that process to know that, that this is exactly what is supposed to be occurring right now. If I think, if I feel like things are like happening super duper fast and like there's this crazy momentum, I'll also move with that because I'll believe and trust that that's what is supposed to be for me at this moment. So yes, I trust in myself, but that's honestly because I've got this big trust with God and my relationship with God, because we're not separate. We are one with God. So how could I trust God and not trust myself? Mm. How could I trust myself and not trust God? Mm. So the trusting of just understanding that my path is going to be different from someone else's for, for one is something that um, I believe that I've done from when I first started my business, I kind of had to put these blinkers on um, and knew that everyone else has their different path and their different process. And I just allowed myself to be in mine. Um, and sometimes I definitely have the moments of, oh my gosh, I should be way further ahead than I am right now, or I shouldn't have made that move, or I shouldn't have done this. Mm. And then I just allow myself to release that again. And I'm like, oh, well, that was, you know, supposed to happen. Mm. That was what I was supposed to do. That's who I was supposed to be in order to get me to where I really am there. So allow myself to trust in the relationship that I have with God. Uh, The second thing that um, I just spoke about is really having peace in that process and allowing yourself to move through at the pace um, that you choose to. Um, And just logically, um, what we brought up a little bit earlier is I don't move alone. You know, I definitely get support um, and I look for that high levels of support um, because that's what I love to give as well. Um, So I really do stand in my beliefs on this um, with it. And I believe that that's what's allowed me to progress in the way that I have. I mean, so many people think, oh, I haven't got the time or the money to invest in someone. I'll do it myself. And it's the biggest waste of time and money when you're trying to figure it out yourself Um, and it's the best investment that you can ever make is to invest in a coach you know I'm I'm from a sporting background I would never enter a sport without a coach the reason I would have a coach is because I wanted to be the best and I wanted to get better why is life or business any different it's not and yet too many people focus on the who they are now rather than embodying their future self which is what we've spoken about and what that will then bring and how you can collapse that time Mm -hmm. there was something that I heard when you you were just talking about the the bigger picture and the fact that um you co-create and therefore everything is happening for you with your team but more importantly with your your support through God is um someone said to me like the universe is like a parent and we are their child and it's like when a child wants to go to sleep or you're wanting a child to go to sleep and they want to play they will kick off and be like but I want to play and you know that you want them to have a sleep because they're about to go and meet their friends and you need them to be on good form for their friends yeah um and so they're like but I want to do this and you're (laughs) like yeah but you'll feel better once you and so we're almost like that like we're like no no I want it to do it this way and yet the bigger picture is is this or something better. And we can't always see the how this is going to work out. But handing that how over to God or to universal source 
takes that from you. They see the bigger picture. And so with the pulls and the nudges and the guides um, and the lessons and the pivots, they're getting you to have that play date with your friends and to have that sleep now, if that makes sense. We resist it, don't we? But we have to trust that, like you say, if the momentum is speeding up, you run with it. If it's not going the way that you want it to, you run with that too, because you know that it's all happening for a reason. And again, you you have that awareness around you of, are there any triggers that are coming through that are showing what I need to work on that will highlight why I'm not where I am yet, what lessons I need to learn, or just trusting that everything is in divine timing. And I think there's so much peace in that. And this is something that I've really learned myself in the last six months. And knowing that I don't have to do it all on my own is so freeing. I just got chills. Yes. So freeing. And that comes with work with the universe, but also like say with coaches, like knowing that you've got someone who's been where you are, who understands you in a way that no one else does um, and who can guide you and support you in the best way possible. Again, is really freeing and really um, just liberating and empowering. But Knowing that I am fully supported has probably, well, absolutely 100% changed my life Mm -hmm. and has just allowed me to relax in ways I've never, ever relaxed before Mm -hmm. and to enjoy stuff and to be more present and to absorb the surroundings and be grateful and all of that because it's like I haven't, I don't need to know all the answers. I don't need to have it all my shit together I just need to listen to the nudges, the pulls, show up on my side and trust that I am being guided. And it just makes you go, oh, your whole body just goes, oh. Yeah, I think having support in the energetic is one thing and making sure that your humanness is also supported, right? Mm. So you can have your supernatural support, but then you want your human support and you also want leadership support and you want to be able to um, speak through what you're moving through in order for someone to hold you to your highest um, too. And that is going to come through relationship with other people because that's how God created it to literally be, you know? Mm. That's why we're all connected um, to one another. So always looking for the learning opportunity for sure, um, is something that I just always continue to lean into. Yeah, yeah. So what's next for you then? Because I I love following your your journey. Um, And you are, you're not scared to take a risk. And you're not scared to take that leap of faith. Um, And there's something very awe-inspiring about that, because too many people teeter on the edge. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, so what's next for Isabella? What is next is... World domination. (laughs) A complete reintroduction of me, my business, Mm -hmm. in a way that hasn't been done before, for sure. And in a way that is going to surprise people. Um, And right now that is going to be getting rolled out over the next six to to eight months. Um, And I've decided to definitely take my audience on a journey 
with me because they've always been a part of me and those that desire to come with me will continue to come and those that don't and no longer resonate you know that's amazing too um our mission of elevating the wealth of women worldwide is going to expand in a monumental um way through the different things that we are in creation of um so we're really moving in to this next evolution and right now i'm in this in-between space of peeking behind that curtain, seeing what everything is. And I'm just behind the curtain rehearsing a little bit right now. And I'm okay with that because I'm more okay with that than to continue to be who I actually was because that's no longer me, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say that's a, a version of me. That was just like, you know, a different, a, a different version of me, but it's no longer me um so yeah you're gonna see definitely things uh shifting if you've just started to follow along with my journey now or it's the first time you've listened um to me this is a perfect time for you to join you know I kind of wish everyone would join me at this point because things that I put out in the past are just embarrassing let's just say <laughs> Uh, to say the least I think that we all have those moments of like ah, I can't believe I put that out I can't believe that was my graphic I can't believe that was my photo uh, but that's just the beauty of all of this well, it is because it all has all led you to here. Um, and this is the thing is that we all get caught up in the perfection part. But actually, you were probably very proud of that graphic a few seasons ago. Right. I absolutely was proud of the graphic a few seasons ago. And the few versions back of you, but you've grown and you have, uh, and, uh, have evolved. And that's the beauty is that we haven't got to get it right for, you know, two years time got to feel and do what feels right for us now knowing that it's guiding us to this big mission and like you know what this next level is you might not know what the next 10 levels are because I've no doubt that you're not going to stop but you will continue to keep getting better and better and evolving and expanding on every level but and you know I think that's the beautiful thing is we can look back and go oh that's a bit cringe but that's because we've grown so much now. Um, and actually, I look back and think, you know what? It shows how far I've come. And actually, I was, you know, I was really proud of that. But yeah, it was pretty, pretty rubbish, that Facebook Live or whatever. But hey, it shows that, that we all start from somewhere. Yep. And that you just get out there, put your message across, and, and the rest will kind of come together. Mm -hmm. It's been amazing chatting to you. With any of these, they always go super, super quick. Um, I just before you share how people can um, enter your world and follow you, I'd love for you to just let me know or let the audience know anything intuitively you feel right now that perhaps people need to hear with the world the way it is at the moment or from your experience that just might resonate with them to feel less alone and, you know, and more supported. Yeah. If right now that you are feeling stuck, it is possibly due to the way that you are allowing yourself to operate in your life. And there is a phase, a phrase, sorry, that says you treat people how you want to be treated. Mm. So treat yourself the way that you would want to be treated mm. as well. Give to yourself in ways that, would light you up allow yourself to expand beyond who you are right now and know that like it's going to be more than okay 
it's going to be more than you could have ever of even imagined and be more committed to who you desire to be and where you want to go and what you want to do than what has been. You got to shift. You got to do something. And that starts with you. That is a choice. I always say to my clients and those that desire to work with me, I want this for you, but I cannot want this more than you. That is a choice that you've got to make. And no one is going to want what you want for you more than you. Yeah, yeah. So you got to choose that and you got to move forward with it. And just watch it all unfold and you'll start to see how magical um, everything really is. Totally, totally. And when you let go, things come in. Mm -hmm. They really, really do. And and I, my wish is that more and more people start to see that and start to experiment it and, and to try it for themselves and start to build on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, throughout this conversation, you've shared some amazing examples and I really appreciate you sharing um, your upbringing and, and everything that, that went on in your childhood that led to, to being the amazing lady that you are today. Um, and, you know, thank you for going on your mission and doing incredible things because so many women out there will benefit from that. Um, And so I really, really appreciate you being on the show today. How can people remain in your world? I would say come on over to my Instagram, be a part of my Instagram and you will see this next evolution unfold. So right now we are currently Isabella Levy on Instagram. That's spelled with a Z. Uh, Emma can definitely drop the link. Yeah, it will be in the show notes. Show notes um, below. And honestly, just share with me what's been your biggest aha moment or takeaway. And the reason why I asked that is because one, it definitely encourages me to continue to show up and share my message and understand the meaning that goes behind it. But also it does something for you when you anchor in what you actually learned from something. And then if you share that, it's also you being held accountable to, again, who you really desire to be and what really came um, up for you um, and what was a result of that. So I would love it if you could even take a picture uh, of yourself and share with me what your biggest takeaway was, or if you feel more comfortable, just to send me a voice message or uh, give me a little love note on Instagram. That is honestly like, you know, that's like sending flowers to my house, let's just say. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, I'll add all your links into the show notes. And obviously, if anyone has any questions, then you'll have contact details. Um, for Isabella um, as well as for myself so thank you so much it's been amazing Um, I never I always feel like oh god I could speak all day and there's so many more questions that I want to ask but I really appreciate your time Um, and I appreciate everyone who's listened today so thank you very much and have a lovely day that's all for this episode thank you so much for listening If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and leave a review. Bye for now.